Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. As always, if you have a story of your own that you might want to share, you can submit your own story at southerncannibal.com, link down in the description. Also, I know people hate sponsors, but there's a small segment in the middle of this video. Try to not get too angry. I really do appreciate all of your guys' support. And without further ado, let's get into the stories. And remember to always stay hungry. I'm a 20-year-old female. I live in an area that not everyone would consider safe, but I've gotten used to it since I've grown up in it, and I never really heard much happening where my house was located in. On this day, I was feeling very sick. No, it wasn't COVID, but my nose and throat were very dry. It almost felt like I swallowed a bunch of sandpaper. Anyways, my parents were busy and out of the house, and I realized that we didn't have any cough drops, which I needed, and I decided to walk to the Walgreens near my house. It was about a 10 minute walk. I went to the store on my own, and to make matters worse, it was a hot summer. I usually wear both of my headphones so that I can avoid talking to people or random guys talking to me, and there were plenty of those. Keep in mind, I'm a six foot tall woman, and I did Marine RO, so I can easily say that I would always win a fight or that I look intimidating. Anyways, I was coming back home and I'd passed a couple who were going the opposite direction I was. I had a clear look at them because the man was wearing a whole cub shirt, and the woman had a very red shirt. I saw that they were staring, and I could feel them staring at me while I was walking away, but I didn't pay too much attention to it since I've never really been in a situation like that. Well, when I was going to cross a street, I then stopped myself because there's two ways to get back to my house. I either pass a park, which for some reason that day was pretty much complete with people, or I go through an alley, and I know it must sound cliche, but the alley was the way faster way home. So I made the stupid decision to go through the alley. I had a very bad gut feeling halfway through that someone was following me, and lo and behold, it was the guy with the cub shirt. At first, I didn't really mind because I realized this guy was a lot shorter than me, at like five foot six or five foot seven. But as I was walking, I saw that in the other end of the alley, which was where I was supposed to walk towards, there was a brown van, which I could then see a person sitting in the driver's seat with a bright red shirt on. I automatically turned around to then see the guy, and I saw that he was getting closer to me. So as fast as the situation was going, I then reacted, and I turned towards the guy and ran towards him, and as soon as he saw me running towards him, he then tried to reach for something. But before he did so, I then punched him on the side of his head with the side of my right arm, which was actually enough to make him fall, and I then ran as fast as I could out of the alley to the park, which happened to be on the other side of the alley. But at the same time I was running out of there, I had heard screeching tires of that van from behind me. I was able to cross over to run over to the next side where the park was located, and I then stopped right there due to me being unable to breathe properly because like I said before, I was sick, my nose was stuffed, and it was hot. Luckily there was a lady that saw and looked pretty panicked, and she then asked me if I was okay, 
I went on to explain to her that these two people just tried to kidnap me, and I asked her if I could just stay with her for a while. She agreed. I texted my sisters that were still home that I was going to take a little bit longer because of the line in the store, because I just didn't want them to panic or anything. Still, meanwhile I was doing that, I saw the same damn guy on the other side of the street which the park was facing, and I then told a lady that that was the guy. As soon as she saw him standing there trying to hide behind a parked car, she started screaming at him, then saying, Get the fuck away before she calls the cops. And as soon as she started yelling at him, others caught on to what was happening, and the guy then decided to begin walking away, little by little thinking people wouldn't see him. And what do you know? Then that damn brown van comes along and picks him up. As soon as I felt like it was okay for me to go, I said thank you to the lady, and she asked if I wanted her to walk me home. But I said it was okay since I didn't live that far away and I could jog it. As soon as I got home, I explained the situation to my 18-year-old sister, as I thought she would understand the situation better than my younger one. We decided to not call the cops because we didn't have any evidence, and as you can imagine, the police most likely wouldn't do much, because again, I don't live in a very safe area. I didn't tell my parents due to not wanting them to get worried and be scared about this, but I'm very grateful for that woman, and I really owe her a huge thank you. Be safe out there, because no matter how big or tall you might be when you're in those situations, fear still has its way of creeping up on you. I'm 37 years old, and this happened when I was 7. It won't seem that scary to some people, but to a 7-year-old child, it was terrifying. I was sitting out on my front porch swing looking at the cars going by. For a little context, the front of my house faces a busy road, and we have a huge front yard with a bunch of flowers, and we always got compliments on how gorgeous our yard was. Anyway... As I was relaxing, I noticed a beat up old car slowing down as they drove past my house, and I just thought that maybe he was looking at the yard, so I was calm. Then, I noticed the guy turn around and started coming down the other side of the street, and he then made a U-turn to drive by my house yet again. I was getting kind of freaked out at this point. After he drove by, he pulled down a side road then went up into the housing development and my house was the last one on the street. I sat and watched as he drove down the lane and then stopped, giving me a big and sinister smile, then saying, Hi, little girl. How's it going? I freaked the hell out, and I ran inside to tell my mom and dad. My dad got mad, and he grabbed his gun, then going outside, and when I pointed the guy out, he then screeched his tires and drove away. It scared the hell out of me because I was only a little girl. After that experience, I'm always very aware of other people, and if I ever get a bad vibe from someone, I know to get away from them ASAP. As always, please everyone, be careful out there. It really is a crazy world. Just to begin, I'm a 21-year-old female. At the time of this story, I had been in elementary school, and I'm not exactly sure how old I was. 
My uncle owns a cabin in the mountains, and when I was a child, my family would always get together at this cabin to spend some time together, at least twice a year. I consider this cabin to be a second home for me. I always felt so safe and comfortable there. So when this day happened, it totally ruined it for me. A few streets down from our cabin, there's a clubhouse with a pool, a hot tub, and an area to play pool and ping pong. On this particular day, my cousin KH, my sister KS, and I decided to walk down to the clubhouse to go for a swim. The walk there was a breeze, and we had a really great time at the pool. After we were done, we began our walk home. Something to note is that from a very early age, I've always been a very fast walker. People who walk very slow have always driven me crazy. After a few minutes of walking, I remember getting very frustrated by how slow my sister and cousin were walking. They were walking very slow, and also excluding me out of their conversation anyways, so I decided to walk ahead of them. After walking only a few minutes, I had completely lost them. There was no sign of them behind me. As I was walking down the dirt road, I saw this white jeep driving towards me. As soon as they had seen me, they quickly turned around and then started following me down the road. I saw them rolling their window down and then following quickly behind me. My fight or flight instinct kicked in immediately and I then took off down the road. They continued following me, but thankfully I was just a few minutes away from our cabin, so I did manage to make it home safely. Once they saw that I was home, they then took off in the other direction. I then ran inside the cabin completely out of breath and yelled for my uncle. I told him everything that happened and he decided to get in the car to go look for this white jeep. Of course, they were nowhere to be seen. This definitely could have been a whole lot worse if I wasn't aware of stranger danger, but I ran the fastest that I've ever ran in my entire life. The moral of the story is to never walk alone, especially as a child. Even as an adult, I never walk anywhere alone because of this. My paranoia is off the charts. It's really wild how one day can change the way you look at the world. Don't ever think it can't happen to you. Be safe. Hey everyone, I need to take a quick moment and a little break from the stories to thank today's sponsor, ShipStation. Have you ever been in the process of ordering something, but you had to abandon the card because the shipping was just way too expensive? Well, that's what makes ShipStation so great. When you use ShipStation, you can lower shipping costs, and it makes returns easy and keeps your customers happy. ShipStation works great if you have your own small business. Whether it's on Etsy, Instagram, eBay, or wherever it is, it can really be beneficial to your business. You'll get the best discounts in the industry, and you'll never have to worry about overpaying for shipping. You can get up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. And if that's not enough, you can use my promo code to try ShipStation for free for two months. You also get a free trial and quick setup. Now's the time to try ShipStation if you've ever been on the fence. Keep growing your business all year long with ShipStation. Use promo code CANNIBAL today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CANNIBAL.
Back in May 2020, I was in Portland, Oregon. I went there for college and I graduated the year before, but I was still living in Portland State Campus in non-student housing. I had a friend who did, however. She lived up on a one-way hill at an apartment complex called the Amy. The walk from her apartment to mine is about three to four minutes, and I've never felt uncomfortable, no matter the time of day going home. We hung out one night, and I left later than I normally did. It was around 5 a.m. Since it was still dark and very early in the morning, I told my friend I would update her when I got to certain areas of the walk. While I normally listen to music or YouTube on my walk home, I decided to enjoy the quiet downtown. As soon as I get outside the main doors, I then hear a car start to the left of me in the parking lot that was backed into the spot. But as I started walking, a newer and nice wide hatchback drove past me slowly. The man had Apple Maps up, so I thought he was just lost. But I still kept my eye on the car as it then went down the hill. Now there's another complex at the bottom of the hill, and the car turned right into that parking lot, just not all the way. They did a three-point turn to where their headlights were now facing right at me. At this point, I was at the bottom of the hill, and I stood facing towards him, looking directly at him to let him know I see him. He slowly drove past me, looking directly at me, and then took another three-point turn to where he was now backed up on the wrong way in a one-way. It was like we were playing chess, and now it was my move. I could either run across the bridge towards the campus, or back up the hill. I called my friend and she answered quickly. I didn't even let her speak. I just told her, Why car? Why car? 094. As those were the first three license plate numbers, and I then ran up the hill so fast. I heard the sound of tires burning on the road, but I didn't look back after I made it to the main doors of my friend's complex. When I did, the car was speeding on the freeway entrance closest to the bridge. As it turns out, this isn't the first time the man tried this. Before I met my friend, she would have to leave for work around this time, and it happened to her twice. The first time, she had noticed the car following her to the bus stop, but there was someone else out, so she thought nothing of it. Then, in November 2019, for a second time, she noticed the same white car following her down the hill, but she was alone this time. She turned around to get home, but walked to not let the man know she was on to him. As she was walking, she heard the car driving slowly behind her, and then a car door open. She then ran at that point. This means two things. One, the man wasn't alone in the car. The back windows were tinted, so someone was hiding. And two, this is one of probably many spots that they stake out for young women that are walking alone. I made a report to the cops and I contacted the apartment complex to make their college residences aware of this man. Nothing came from either of those, sadly, and I felt so hopeless. I didn't leave out any details I can remember to help others still in that area and to also remind everyone that awareness is key. Before this experience, I walked around Portland without a care in the world or any self-defense. My paranoia was always on when I was outside my home, and while I like to think it turned into a healthy awareness 
I'm always armed with a knife. My heart still drops whenever I think I'm being followed, or whenever I'm alone and there's a man, car or not. Listen to your intuition, and stay safe, my friends. This happened back in 2008, and at the time, I was 8 years old. My mom and I had gone shopping to a Big Lots, located at a plaza not too far away from our house. This plaza was notorious for crime. There were lots of panhandlers, drug addicts, and people getting mugged. You get the picture. Behind the Big Lots was a large park, and the other side of that was a wooded area, and to the right was a high school. This will be important later. So anyways, we're doing our shopping, and I needed to use the restroom. My mom and I went to the restroom, which was located at the far back corner of the store, away from everything else. Also, it's important to note that the restroom's view from the rest of the store is blocked by an aisle shelf. Another important detail is there's an emergency exit door right next to the men's restroom that leads out the back of the store to the park. This will also be important. Anyways, I go into the restroom and I sit on the toilet to do my thing and I locked the stall door. My mom was standing right outside the restroom waiting. Well, not even 15 seconds after I get in the stall, I then hear footsteps hurriedly running up to the stall door, and then somebody starts throwing their whole body against the door. They do this twice, and I then said that I was in there. Another quick detail to note is that this restroom has two stalls, and the other one was empty. So, if this guy needed the stall that bad, he could have just used the other one. Anyways, after I said that, the guy again began throwing his whole body against the door repeatedly. So hard that the lock almost popped out of place, and the whole stall door was bowing inwards. I started screaming, and I then heard my mom come in and ask the man what the fuck he's doing. Now, here's what my mom told me, since I didn't see it happen. Apparently he stopped, turned around, and then shoulder charged her, knocking her against the wall, then running out of the bathroom. I finished quickly, exit the stall, and I did see my mom holding the back of her head as she then stands up. Her head was bleeding, and there was actually a blood stain on the wall. He had pushed her down so hard then he hit her up against the wall and actually cracked her head open. Now, this was back in 2008. And at the time, we didn't have any cell phones. So we then exited the bathroom, abandoning our shopping cart, and went to the front cash registers. My mom then explains what happened to one of the cashiers, and they called 911. The police arrive, and so does an ambulance to take my mom to the hospital. As she's being put in the ambulance, the police take a statement, and I then use the phone at the cash register to call my dad to come pick me up. While I'm waiting... The police take my mom's description of the guy and began searching the outside area. They reviewed the camera footage in the store, but unfortunately, the crappy cameras were from the 80s, and they were so pixelated you could hardly make anything out. The police couldn't really do much, since they didn't have too much to go off of, other than one of the cashiers who told the police which way she seen the man go after she saw him leave the store. Fast forward about a week and my mom's back home now after recovering. Well, one morning we were watching the news, 
and we see a story about a man who has apparently been arrested for attempted kidnapping at the Kroger in the same plaza. Apparently the guy had snatched a two-year-old girl out of a shopping cart while her dad wasn't looking and tried to run out of the store with her. Luckily the dad tackled the guy to the ground before he could get away and a bystander caught the girl as she fell from his arms. The guy had a knife on him and he managed to stab the dad once before the dad managed to disarm him. The police arrived and arrested the man and he was going to be charged with attempted kidnapping, attempted murder, and also assault with a deadly weapon. When the news channel then showed the man's picture and both to my mom and I's horror, it was the same man that shoved her to the wall in the big lots. When the man was in the bathroom before, I hadn't actually gotten a good look at him myself. But from the picture, he looked to be in his 50s, had gray hair, a gray beard with wrinkles all over his face, and cold, lifeless black eyes that seemed to stare right through the TV screen and into your soul. My mom immediately called the police non-emergency line and then explained everything to them. They took her statement and they told her she would have to testify in court. The man received two counts of attempted kidnapping as well as assault with a deadly weapon and also assault and battery. The man was sentenced to prison and my mom also learned that the man was homeless in his late 50s and he was living in a van in that plaza parking lot. I can't help but think what would have happened if that stall door lock had given out. I might not be here writing this today. I honestly believe the man's plan was to take me and run out of the emergency exit that was right next to the restroom and he likely had his van parked right outside that door. I guarantee then he had been watching us in the store and had most likely planned this whole thing out. It's been over 10 years now and I've only been back to that Big Lots a few times since then. The Big Lots has security guards in the store now and they finally got new cameras installed as well. And the Kroger also has security guards and they also have police regularly patrolling the plaza now. To that creepy and deranged guy that had almost kidnapped me and that little girl. Rot in hell. <laughs>